0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Tracy Sandler Show brought to you by FIVO. I am your host, Tracy Sandler, coming to you from Levi's Stadium, where the NFL schedule, the 49ers 2023 schedule, has been released on Thursday. We, the local media, met with the number of the 49 draft picks. A couple of undrafted free agents. We'll meet with the rest of them today. We'll talk to defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes today. We'll get to see the rookies out on the field for rookie minicamp. But it was a really cool day to get to meet these guys in person. We get to talk to them after the draft on Zoom, on a call. But this is our first opportunity to meet them, for them to meet us. You guys, Jake Moody, everything I dreamed he'd be and more. He was absolutely fantastic. His five fun facts is amazing. You are in for a treat. I was very excited. Certainly gave him a gold, glow blue, thanked him for not letting me cry uh, with the, the winning kick in the Illinois game, all the things. So anyways, that was absolutely fantastic this week. Of course, a little bit of news, sort of Kyle Shanahan saying Trey Lance looks the best he's looked since he's been on the 49ers Brock Purdy, you know, rehab going well, everything is on track, but again, there is that special 12 week mark after the surgery in which they'll really know how he is doing. And of course there's a Sam Darnold factor. So lots of discussion on Twitter, lots of arguing about the quarterback situation. You guys, it is may there are three quarterbacks. We'll see how the health of the presumptive starter plays out, but everybody take a breath. Someone will quarterback the team. And I think somebody of the three of them will do it. Well, anyways, Now that we've put that aside, because you cannot have a 49ers podcast without talking about quarterbacks because it's just really not allowed, uh, let's look into the 2023 season. Let's dive in a little bit. So a couple things to note. First of all, the 49ers will play on both Thanksgiving Day and Christmas Day. They will be in Seattle against the Seahawks on Thanksgiving Day. This will be the first time they've played them on Thanksgiving. Actually, this is the first time the 49ers have played on Thanksgiving since that disastrous 2014 49ers-Seahawks game at Levi Stadium in which Richard Sherman ate the turkey leg in the middle of the field. Of course, Richard Sherman went on to become a 49er and a really beloved one at that. But nonetheless, will the 49ers be able to avenge that? Perhaps they will eat a turkey leg in the middle of the Seahawks stadium. Time will tell. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your basketball info, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds and lines, including the latest player reports for this year's Pro Basketball Playoffs. Bet online is always your sports information headquarters this season as we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. Basketball, MLB, NHL hockey, right to UFC and boxing. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games you can play right from your home. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use our promo code BELIEVE B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. But then on Christmas, the 49 will host the Baltimore Ravens for Monday night football, so that should be exciting. But the Niners have not played on a holiday on Christmas or Thanksgiving in a very, very, very long time, so that is a definite twist in this year's schedule. But let's dive in. They will start the season on the road against the Pittsburgh Steelers, 1 p.m. Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific. Las Vegas already has the 49ers as three-point favorites in that game. Who will quarterback that game? Who's to say? Because as I mentioned, it's May, and it's going to depend on a variety of factors. But the 49ers open as three-point favorites. Fun fact here, I've never been to Pittsburgh, so I'm really looking forward to that. I'm really hoping the Pirates are in town taking a baseball game. You know your girl loves baseball, so that should be fun. They week two on the road again, but this time to LA to face their division rival, Los Angeles Rams week three, the 49ers host the New York giants on Thursday night football. The 49ers have a plethora of primetime games. As you guys are about to hear week four, they host the Arizona Cardinals. Now, will the quarterback from week one be the same quarterback by week four? Time will tell. I say probably not. I think you guys know that I feel like there's a good chance Brock Purdy is not available week one or two, but then he comes on in. So we shall see. Week five, here is a primetime game you guys are going to want to circle. Sunday night football rematch of the NFC divisional round this past season at Levi Stadium. 49ers taking on Dakota Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys. That should be... An absolutely fantastic and very fun football game. So I, for one, am looking forward to that. I imagine you guys are too. After that, the 49ers head to Cleveland for week six to take on the Browns. By the way, Cleveland, oh, no, that's not true. I have been to Cleveland. I was going to say it's another city I have not been to, but that is incorrect. Then week seven, they are off to Minneapolis to take on the Vikings for Monday Night Football. For those of you keeping track at home, that would be Three primetime games thus far should be a pretty good game with those Minnesota Vikings. So that is October 23rd, week seven against the Minnesota Vikings. Week eight, they will be home against the Cincinnati Bengals. Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals. You guys remember that game a couple years back in December as the Four were fighting their way into the playoffs. Very exciting game against Joe Burrow and the Bengals in Cincinnati. So this one should be a fun one. Week nine is their bye again. That was their bye last year. They have had actually a lot of week nine buys, but they will be week nine bye again. And then they come back for a prime time game against the Jacksonville Jaguars in Jacksonville, Florida. So that one is a good one. I have to say, when we were in Jacksonville a couple of years ago, 49ers fans traveled very, very well. And it's not the easiest place to get to. 49ers fans travel very, very well everywhere that they go. That is certainly a 49ers fans thing. But I was pretty impressed with Jacksonville just because, like I said, it's not the easiest place to get to. Uh, But off to Jacksonville, Florida, we will be back. And then they come back home against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers week 11. And then the aforementioned Thanksgiving Thursday night game. Now, I want to stop and talk about this game a little bit more because At the moment, as of right now, in May, of course, it feels like it's going to be the 49ers and the Seahawks for the division. Again, Seahawks had themselves one heck of a draft. Geno Smith is their quarterback. I think Geno Smith is probably going to stay about where he was last year. I don't see him improving dramatically. He could even regress somewhat. This San Francisco 49ers defense with the addition of Javon Hargrave is going to be very, very difficult really for anyone to stop and especially for the Seattle Seahawks to stop. We have a long way to go until November 23rd, 2023, and a plethora of things can happen. I think I've used plethora a number of times on this podcast, but I just think it's a fun game to keep an eye on for all of the reasons. Thanksgiving Day football, all of the things Division rivals, and this will be a big one. And this is a game, and I've talked about this on this pod multiple times, when the 49ers went to Seattle for Thursday night football in December, Brock Purdy coming in, three days rest, injured. They win that game in a tough environment. To me, that was when I felt like, okay, Brock Purdy is really the real deal, and he could be the guy that ends up being this team's franchise quarterback. We'll see again where we are on November 23rd, 2023, but this is going to be A super, super fun one. And then their next game is another super, super fun one. A rematch where this time, hopefully the 49ers will have all of their players on the field. They go to Philadelphia to play the Eagles in a rematch of the NFC Championship game. No matter what happens in this game, it does not erase how difficult that NFC Championship loss was for San Francisco when they were, as Debo Samuel has said, basically playing with 10 players. But this will be the game one would hope that everybody was looking forward to that NFC Championship. Two incredible defenses, two incredible offenses. And the 49ers, I think, do feel like they'll have a chance to really prove themselves and prove that they could have won the NFC championship had they not literally run out of quarterbacks, but that is going to be such a fun one December 3rd. It's so funny to talk about these games because they sound so far away. And I think we all know they will be here before we know it. Then they'll play the Seahawks again. Seahawks come to Levi stadium. And then they will be in Arizona to play the Cardinals, the following game is the aforementioned monday night football christmas game against lamar jackson where he 100 should be where he signed his amazing contract so happy for him lamar jackson and the baltimore ravens then on new year's eve the 49ers will be in washington dc to play the commanders and then they close out the season either january 6th or january 7th against the los angeles rams they will host them just a couple of preseason notes they will be at las vegas i'm sure you guys have heard that the the conversation seems to be that the 49ers and the raiders will be doing joint practices and then they will host the broncos and the chargers for two preseason games so that is the schedule as i said before this is not an easy schedule this is definitely a tough schedule for san francisco but again, this team sees itself as a Super Bowl contender. And I think they are a Super Bowl contender. It will come down, maybe will come down to quarterback and we will see how that goes. But I think if Brock Purdy is healthy and can come back and play the way that he was playing with the defense they have, they're going to be fine. Perhaps Trey Lance really does take that leap and he shows the 49ers what they saw in him, what they were excited about him when they picked him third overall in the 2021 draft. And Maybe Sam Darnold on a good team with good coaching does well. So many questions at quarterback because that is how the 49ers roll. Always so many questions at quarterback, but that's what we have. I'm going to switch gears a little bit, you guys, because the Dodgers have a very big series this weekend. I know all the 49 er fans listening to this podcast just collectively groaned, but Dodgers have a big series against the Padres. They will be hosting them at Dodger Stadium Dodgers took two of three last weekend in San Diego, including Sunday's epic, awesome, amazing comeback win. So this is going to be a fun one. These two teams are going to be going at it for the division. It doesn't look like the Giants are going to be, you know, making their way there, but who's to say, and and don't get mad guys. It not a bias. It just seems to be the way things are looking. Diamondbacks really making a run. So this becomes an important series for both the Dodgers and the Padres and It is Friday, so we can't have Friday without Cody Corner. And so I just want to look up real quick Cody's batting average. At last look, it was 298 with, I believe, seven home runs and 18 RBIs, but I would hate to give you guys the incorrect stats. Okay, so he is currently batting 288 with seven home runs and 19 RBIs. You know what? My guy, Cody, seems to really have found his swing in Chicago. I hope that continues for him. As I have mentioned also probably multiple times on this podcast, it's a one-year deal. Maybe he can come back because we miss him. But I don't want you guys to think that there's not going to be Cody Corner just because he's gone. And I will give you a fun fact. When I was doing a five fun facts day, one of your 49 rookies mentioned that he played center field. I will not give away which one because I don't want to ruin the surprise. And I said... I love center field because that's what Cody Bellinger plays and the consensus was that only I could get Cody Bellinger into a five fun facts with a 49ers rookie. You guys, you may call it a gift. You may call it a curse. I call it amazing. So that's what I would say about that. That is pretty much what I got for today. Just looking ahead a little bit. We're in rookie minicamp, OTAs in a couple of weeks, and that'll go over a few weeks. Then mandatory minicamp for the 49ers about six weeks off, and then in late July to training camp we go. I know it is mid-May, and it feels like this is all so far away, as I said when we were talking about the schedule, but it's going to be here before we know it. So something to look for in all of these OTAs. Make sure you're reading our stories and our tweets about how Trey Lance looks, about how Sam Darnold looks, all of the things, and then when we get to training camp, will Brock Purdy be ready and available to practice? Don't forget there is a difference between being cleared to throw, and cleared to practice. So those are two very different things, and we will keep an eye on that. It was really cool to spend some time with the rookies on Thursday. Looking forward to doing more of that on Friday. You just you just never know. And we talked to Isaiah Winstead, and I, I want to bring that up because, of course, I'm sure you guys saw the viral video that he put out there when he wasn't drafted. He ended up getting signed by the 49ers. And, you know, undrafted free agents, this team has had tremendous success with them. Raheem Oster was an undrafted free agent. Emmanuel Mosley was a 49ers undrafted free agent. Charverius Ward, the 49ers did not sign him as a rookie, but he is an undrafted free agent. They end up being huge parts of this team. And you look at the seventh round draft picks. Juan Jennings was the seventh round receiver. I bring this up, of course, because Michigan great wide receiver Ronnie Bell was drafted in the seventh round by the San Francisco 49ers. So there's that. He talked about how one of the things he remembers about Ambry Thomas in college was how much trash talking he did on the field. So he is looking forward to going up against him again. But it was really fun to talk to them. I have a bunch of five fun facts coming your way in the interim. Enjoy your weekend. Go Dodgers. We are brought to you by FIVO. We are brought to you by Bet Online. You can follow me on Instagram at Tracy Sandler, on Twitter at 49ersFangirl. And with that, I will talk to everybody next time. Bye, all.